Welcome to the Food, Peace, Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports, RD, creator of Ag Quality Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize that there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now let's get this party started. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Food Peace Please. Today, Susan and I are talking about black and white thinking. And if you're wondering, why are we talking about black and white thinking? Are you even doing black and white thinking? Then this episode is for you because we're going to tell you how it's impacting your food choices and your overall quality of life, really. Yeah. So I feel like one of like the simple ways, if you're kind of like not totally sure what we're, what we mean when we say black and white thinking is also another I guess another way to describe it is all or nothing thinking. So um, the way that I look at it as either you're like all one way, so whether that's like – that's what we're calling black and – or it is all the other way and that's what we're calling white. So what I tend to see happen within like the health and wellness and diet space is people are either – all in being healthy, whether you call that a diet, whether you call that clean eating or just being healthy, or you're on the other end of the spectrum and you are, I'm using quotations here, not being healthy and you're not doing any of these health behaviors, you're not on a diet, you're not doing the things, and you feel like you're either one or the other and there's nothing in between. Yeah, exactly. And I I think, you know, to even add to that, for my space with the runners that I work with, a lot of time it's also something like I'm either 100%, you know, in my training plan, I'm following every workout perfectly, I'm doing exactly what my coach prescribed, or I'm not moving my body at all. And I think that's another really like dangerous, um, you know, pattern to get stuck in because there is so much incredible health benefits and joy in that, in that in between that, that gray space is what I kind of like to call it, um, where you can really kind of find a more sustainable and consistent approach to, to health, right? Like, cause what is the danger, Susan, of like being one or the other, like being all in or not in it at all? You know, I think the biggest thing is just looking at like it's not sustainable, right? Like when you are so all in and you're doing all of the things, particularly what I'm talking about here is like health and wellness and diets. Like when you're all in on that and it's in a way that's like restricting what you're eating, you're counting and you're doing all of the tracking and it's very time consuming. It it really takes up a lot of time into your you living your everyday life and what tends to happen is life gets in the way, mm-hmm. right? And you go on a vacation or your kid gets sick or you get sick or you get busy uh, at work and then all of a sudden it's like you don't have time for those things so you feel like you're, you know, on the other side of it. And so 
the biggest issue is that this is just not sustainable long run. Yeah. I think this is the mindset that creates like the efforts or like the screw it mentality where it's like, well, you know what? I couldn't do that perfectly. So screw it. F it. Like I give up. I'm just going to have a whole, you know, box of Oreos and a pint of ice cream and like punish myself for not being able to stick to like whatever it was I was committing to perfectly. And I just think it's so ironic because if I was to just walk up to a stranger on the street and be like, hi, human being, are you perfect? Like you would be like, no, I'm not perfect. I'm a human. Like I'm not supposed to be perfect. And yet when it comes to dieting, we're supposed to be perfect. Like, huh? That makes no sense. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think you're like hitting really hard on like the bigger issue at hand here, which is perfectionism, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love that analogy of like if you walked up to another human on the street, like would you ask them if they're perfect? And would you expect them to be perfect? And the answer is no. But yet, in the same vein, like we have that expectation of ourselves. So Mm. whether it's dieting, how you're eating, um, how you're approaching fertility or running, like life in general, like when you're approaching it with a perfectionism mindset, like you are set up to fail because – even when you reach whatever it is your goal right now, that's not going to be enough. Like you're going to find something else and like constantly having to strive for this perfection is exhausting. Like it, it, it takes away from like you actually being able to just like live your life and that's what the gray is all about. Yeah. And when you have that level of expectation on yourself, like when you are that critical of yourself where it's either perfection or bust, is that going to breed a body that is healthy? Like are you going to have like healthy amounts of cortisol, your stress hormone, or are you going to be stressed out to the max? And I think this is where, again, we're going to keep having these conversations in different in different ways where it's like, why is food freedom so appealing when you're looking for the opt- the optimal way to find health, it's because it's so considerate of your mental health. And, you know, Susan, you know, Susan and I didn't really talk about what, like where this conversation was going to go today, but what Susan just said, like really resonated with me where it's like, this is about perfectionism. And like, I almost feel like, I almost feel like this is like a very female issue too, where I think as a woman in this world, we are constantly trying to prove prove our worth instead of just thinking like I'm alive, therefore I am worthy. And I think that's like indoctrinated into us. Mm-hmm. It's our culture mm-hmm. because our culture teaches us that women need to be in suffering and need to be perfect and women like are less than mm-hmm. – I'm just going to say it, men. And so it's just – it starts with like – and I think, you know, this is the whole reason why Serena and I created this podcast is because the things that we talk about – so like the topic for today of black and white thinking is like that's the surface level issue, right? That is the surface level issue. And when we dive deeper, we realize that it's actually like something way more than that. And so what – you know, realizing that you have black or white thinking and trying to find the gray, what we're also trying to get you to step away from is perfectionism. 
And I mean, let's be real, as Serena is saying, like this is like a very much so a female issue. And I can definitely tell you it's something that like I struggle with. And I love talking about uh, my fertility coach, uh, Spencer, which we interviewed on this podcast before. Um, So if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. Um, But she talks a lot about detoxing from perfectionism and detoxing from culture. And I just have to say like, as a dietitian that does not like diets, like that is my favorite detox because like that's what we all need is to get away from feeling like we have to eat perfectly. Our bodies have to look a specific way in order to be acceptable. We have to be successful. We have to do all of the things. And it's like, why? Right. And and that's why we're exhausted because yeah. – it's impossible to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you know, if you're constantly trying to prove to yourself that you are worthy and you are worthy of rest, let's say, um, you're worthy of, you know, being kind to yourself or, you know, um, standing still. Like we don't always have to be chasing, you know, the next self-improvement project. Like sometimes it's just like laying on the couch and reading and relaxing and listening to the rain and like, Standing still is the best thing you can do for your health. You have nothing to prove. But I, I think that's a really hard thing, a really hard pill for us to swallow. And like I'm talking to myself right now too. Like I'm not pretending like I have evolved past the rest of the female species. Like, you know, like I'm talking, I'm talking to Serena right now. And it's like, you know, for my community, it's like we're always trying to run faster or PR or run a longer race. And I think that's why ultra marathons have like really gotten so popular is women are like, I can't run fast, but I can run really long and I'm trying to prove my worth. And listen, like if you love ultra marathon running, I, I, I'm happy for you. Like that's great. I'm, I, I've worked with tons of ultra marathoners. You guys are all amazing community. But like I just I just wonder if like any part of this is just like I'm trying to prove to myself that like I am worthy of my own respect and admiration because I can run X, Y, Z. Do you find that in your space too, like in the fertility space? A thousand percent. Yes. Like so many women when we're trying to conceive and I'm leveling with you the same way Serena is, like like been there, still there. Like this by no means, again, this is a podcast talking about how perfectionism is an issue and we are not perfect, but we are also in the trenches with you battling that deeply ingrained, like rooted belief that we have to be perfect. Um, And I see in the fertility space so much. And one of the things that like I used to think, and I still to this day, like you guys have been on this journey a while. And like, I still to this day, even through all of the work that I've done, like find myself reverting back into, but thinking that you have to be pregnant and not pregnant. Oh my God. You have to be perfect in order to get pregnant. Mm. And like, and I'm not just talking about like, but it's like, it has to be the perfect timing, the perfect, um, scenario, the perfect cycle, the, the perfect, um, diet, like the perfect eating pattern, like everything has to be so incredibly perfect. Like that's what we have built up in our minds on the fertility journey. And it's just not true. And I'm telling you that because look, I literally 
every single day. Like even if you just looked at your friend group, like I know tons of people that got pregnant at a very imperfect time Mm -hmm. and in a very imperfect place in their life. And that is the demonstration to you that like you don't have to be perfect in order to get pregnant. And it's another demonstration as to why getting away from this all or nothing black and white perfectionist mindset and getting into the gray and like really sinking in and digging deep into what actually is going to work for you and your body long term and what feels good for you. Like that's why that's so incredibly important because what ultimately matters is that you understand what your worth is because your worth, you know, when Serena's talking about runners, like I'm telling you right now, if you're in the fertility space, your worth is tied up in pregnancy. Like, so you don't feel valuable. You don't feel worthy until you're pregnant. And in a lot of the life coaching that I've done, what I've learned is that like, like I watch women that have been on a fertility journey get pregnant and they still don't feel worthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you right now that whatever you think you need in order to feel worthy is probably not it. And what you need is actually right inside of you. Mm, I love that. And that's that like you reach the goal and then you just feel empty. You're like, wait, I thought I was going to be happy when I wore a size XYZ or I thought I was going to be happy when I finished my whole 30 and I did 30 days of clean eating perfectly or whatever. And I think what we're saying is like if you can take a moment right now, like even if you need to pause the podcast and like imagine what it would let be what it would feel like to just accept yourself. To just be like, this is how I am. This is who I am. Like, these are my struggles and they're imperfectly perfect, right? Like, this is, this is, this is me. And what would that feel like? And for me, like, I, when I think about my feelings, I feel like feelings like kind of in my chest, like near my heart. And when I like say that to myself, like, Serena, what would it feel like to just like accept and like be okay with the fact that you are not perfect? Like, I almost feel this like, weight lifted off my chest. And I'm not going to pretend like I carry around this like weightless feeling all day because like I said, I'm struggling with the same thing you are struggling with. But like that's a really powerful feeling to say to yourself, hey, you know, I don't have to prove anything to anyone. And therefore, rather than trying to be perfect and prove my worth, I'm just going to live my life. And like we're saying is you're going to find it's easiest to live your life in this gray zone. And when you have nothing to prove, you're okay with staying in that gray zone. And that's where life happens. When you can be alert and present and not thinking about what I need to do next to prove my worth, you can experience your life. And I know from you know, the diet space, just like exiting, like tracking everything and worrying about everything and living in this gray zone where I'm eating, you know, according to kind of how my body feels best, that has really given back my quality of life to to me. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not putting all of your time and energy into food. Mm-hmm. Like, and r- so rather than it being like your entire life, which is the black and white mentality we're talking about, it is now just a part of your life. And it's a part of your life because you have to eat to live, right? <laughs> And there's pleasure in food and you can actually enjoy food without guilt and enjoy like the pleasure of like eating something that like is 
brand new to you and it's delicious, you know, like, or going like on a vacation and exploring the different food options, different restaurants. And again, like eating things that are different and like taste super good. Like that is a pleasurable experience that you absolutely should have and can have. And that's why we preach this like so incredibly hard because what we want you to know is like there is another way, right? Like the way that you have been taught this black or white mentality, this you need to be healthy, whether that's you're on a diet to lose weight or to do whatever, or you're in wellness culture and you're feeling like you need to like eat clean and do all the hit workouts and like, you know, the massive amounts of workouts in order to get your body to look a specific way. Like there is another way. Like you don't have to live your life centered around like food and moving your body. Like those can be parts of your life, but they don't have to be all of your life because I'm willing to bet. And I think that this is what Serena and I would tell you from our experiences is when you let go of like food and exercise being like the like top priorities of your life, you find there are so many other parts of you and you, that's where you can find your passion. Like that's, I I think so much of this comes down to like women just wanting to find like passion in their life and purpose, right? Like purpose and passion and to live authentically. And I think like some of these words that I'm using are like very much so buzzwords, but like I mean them to the core. Like look up the definition. Like I mean that to the core. Like I feel like that is what women are looking for. And rather than looking at a diet or food or an exercise plan or whatever, the you know, a plan to get pregnant, like Rather than looking at that and instead turning in to those just being parts of your life so that you can actually discover what your purpose in life is. I I love that. I think that's exact – and that kind of relates to that episode we did when we were talking about like our own anxiety and how like ever since we've ditched dieting and really worked on like how to – not conquer anxiety, but like, you know, get better, I guess. You know, how life has felt more fulfilling and like we've grown and evolved as humans and as people. And exactly, like when you are living your life, you're in this gray area where food is not the obsession, running or exercise is not the obsession. Um, Whatever it is, guys, like literally pick, pick anything under the sun, giving it like a hundred percent of your energy for the rest of your life, I can almost guarantee whatever it is, is not sustainable. It's not realistic. And when you burn yourself out because you are not a robot and you feel guilty and ashamed that you were not able to achieve this unachievable expectation, that like, why, why do we put ourselves through that again and again and again? Mm-hmm. When we could be spending this time in the messy middle, in the gray zone, living life, you know, trying on different hats and figuring out what feels best for us, like where we're really going to find that authentic life. I thought that was, that's a beautiful, beautiful way of putting that. I love that. Yeah. I love, I kind of love that word too, that authentic. Like I said, I know it's kind of like a buzzword, but I think 
the thing about the I think the reason why it's become a buzzword is because women like like us, like millennial women, this I'm just gonna call it the way it is. I, I know there's other <laughs> other women that are doing the same thing, but for me, some reason I just like always I think I'm a millennial, so I just like pull to millennials. Um, but like like you're what you're really striving for is to have a purpose and have something that's authentic to you. And that's why like that's becoming so popular is because we like that's what you truly want. Like culture has been telling you all these other things for your entire life and you're realizing like there's no fulfillment in that. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the cherry on the cake here is like I just think about like my mom and my grandma and like the message that was sold to them was like you need to be pretty. You need to cater to your partner or your husband. You need to clean the house. You need to raise the babies. And those things are wonderful. Like, you know, doing those things bring me joy and, and comfort. But like you're also allowed to do other things and dedicate your life to other things as well until you find the perfect mix and match of what fills up your cup. And it's going to be just because Susan and I are both women doesn't mean our cup is going to be filled with the same things. Like we can have different passions and interests that create a fulfilled, authentic life for each for, for one another. And that's, that's okay. Like, it's not like all women have to have the same, (laughs) the same five interests, which I think was kind of the message that was marketed, you know, way back when. Absolutely. And like, I think the thing is like now, like as women, we need to realize like you're just as valuable as your partner. Like, Mm -hmm. and so you can ask your partner to be equally involved in the day-to-day things that maybe like our, you know, our, like Serena saying, like our moms and our grandmas, like didn't do. And that's okay. Like no one said like we have to live our lives the exact same way they have been living them for years. Yeah. And I think that can be like as simple as that is as it, for advice. Like I think that can be mind-blowing for people of like, oh, I can ask for help. I don't just mm-hmm. have to assume all this responsibility because I'm the lady of the house. Not a girlfriend. Like you can ask for help. You can pay for help. You can take turns helping each other in your community so that sometimes it's my night, sometimes it's your night. But like, yeah, ask for help because yeah, you're a human. Again, like you can't just do it all. That's not fair. Right. Yeah. And like in part of learning this for yourself is helping you find your purpose in your authentic life. But it's also about like changing it for future generations because – what you learn and you practice, like that's what the generations below us are going to see. And like the gener- like the kids that are being born now, like that's what they're going to see is how you live your life and how and how they don't have to do it all either. Because when they see that as a demonstration, it's just like how we've seen the way like we were raised or our and our grandparents in those roles, like how we internalize that. And now it's our turn to do this hard work to internalize that there's like a different way to do things and it's okay to ask for help and think about how powerful it is then to like pass that on to the next generation because then they know like they don't necessarily I'm sure there'll be something else that they have to learn within their generation but like they they will know that it's okay to ask for help and that they don't have to do it all and that they're not like these 
machines. I feel like this is like an analogy I've used a lot before in the past is like you are not a machine. Like your body is not a machine. Like you're not meant to just be like running clockwork, doing all of the things and like expecting everything to never need maintenance. Mm, (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's like a, I feel like that's like a good tip if like, you know, if you're it like it's like how do i know if i'm stuck in black and white thinking like how do i know if i'm in that all or nothing mentality and i know for myself like back when i feel like i was very much in all or nothing mentality was like i never asked for help like i would do it all i would rather like cry myself to sleep skip a night's sleep and like just like get everything done and never tell anyone I was struggling or ask for help and i feel like if you're sitting there being like oh yeah that's me that might be like a clue <laughs> That you're stuck in this black and white thinking and that, yeah, taking Susan's tip and realizing, hey, you're not a robot. You need maintenance. You need to rest. You need to sleep. You need to take time to just stare out the window and do nothing. And that's because you're a human and asking for help is a is a great way to create that space for yourself. Yeah, I love that. That's so incredibly helpful. And I I think the other way that you can kind of – like another tip to identify is like whatever you're doing in your life on a day-to-day basis, like is this something that you can sustain forever? Because if it's something that you don't see yourself doing forever, like then that's maybe a, a way to signal to yourself that like there needs to be a way to find something that's more in the gray. Yeah. I love that. And that's like a really – I think that's really simple homework for anyone listening here is like just if you would like to, take a moment and reflect like is there anything in your life, any area in your life where you could ask for help and make life a little bit easier for you? And, you know, the other thing is, is there anything you're doing right now that you hate doing or it's really hard, it's really hard for you and you keep just saying, well, you know what? Susie Joe, she can do it. So I must be able to do it too. And you're looking at this girl on Instagram, assuming her life is perfect. It's like, no, if there is something that is so sticky for you and you dread it, or it's so difficult for you, it's not going to last forever. And that's okay. And we need to figure out how to reevaluate, you know, that goal. And I think that's a great way for you as a listener to kind of figure out, are you stuck in black and white thinking and how to kind of help you make an exit plan because you don't deserve to be there. Yes. Okay. I hope that you guys found this episode like so incredibly helpful. And if you really loved this, please let us know. Um, Shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat it out and know like what you want to hear more about. Thank you for joining us. If you are a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body, head to serenamarierd.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image. And if you're trying to conceive, head over to simplejoyfulnutrition.com to grab your free guide to get started boosting your egg quality.